Rebecca. And Lily. And you're listening to... Just Ghoulie Things. Hey, Boo Things, and welcome back to Just Ghoulie Things. And we are your bootsyful hosts, Rebecca and Lily. Hello. So before we hit record, uh, Lily and I have come to the executive decision that we are now really... What was it? Really Baldarubur? Really Baldarubur. Baldarubur. Okay. So, yeah, that's our relationship name. Um, and that is how we will now be identified as from this point on on Just Ghoulie Things. Yeah. Sorry, sorry guys. We're, we're going to make uh, an Instagram where it's just all us, like, face apt onto each other's body. We're going to be like, what, what is like the si- what is it called? Like the Siamese twins where they're, like, stuck together? Yeah, all of our pictures just like that. That's gonna be us for sure, and I'm okay with that. So I was also thinking that not only uh, should we make a change in what our names are, but I think that we should not only start off our podcast with our typical song that we always have before we introduce ourselves, but I think we also need to find a little song to introduce your story times at work. Because I just feel like it has become a huge part of this podcast. And people, I don't even know if people still come here to listen to our spooky kooky ooky stories. I think they just come to listen to your work stories at this point, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe I'll start my own separate podcast. Honestly, Lily, I am so for it. I am a huge <laughs> supporter. I would not. Here's the thing, though. You are, like, the brains of this podcast. So my podcast would have, like, one listener, and it would be my mom. I will totally momager the shit out of you and your podcast. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm like, you're doing great, sweetie. Well, uh, we'll market the sweetie. fuck out of it. <laughs> okay, also, side note. Have you seen on TikTok those two twins? No. With the weird hair? And they're like, who painted the Mona Lisa? Have you seen that? No. I'm not going to tell you what they say. Oh, my God. I'm going to send it to you um, when we're done recording because you're going to fucking laugh your ass off. Okay. It's the funniest shit. I get... Okay, so um, to our listeners, Rebecca, just so you know, is my TikTok dealer because mm-hmm. I don't have a TikTok. So Rebecca sends me TikToks, and I find TikToks that she doesn't send me, like, mostly on Twitter. Okay. It's a good source. And so... Like, I'll always, but I can't send them to you because you're not really on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can still so, send me um, tweets. I can still view them. Okay, yeah. I'm going to just spam you with TikTok tweets then. To- totally. I always wonder. I mean, obviously, you know where, you know, you know where TikTok jokes come from because it has a little watermark saying TikTok on any videos that yeah. are from TikTok. But do you ever think of certain memes and you're like, where did this actually derive from i i think most oh, memes come from twitter but you see it trickle onto facebook to instagram but it's kind of like what came first the chicken or the egg was it twitter or was it instagram where did this meme come well, especially, from i'm kind of close to honestly rioting in the streets because i'll tweet something really funny and like i i saw a tweet on my timeline that like this super hot girl posted and it was like pretty much word for word something I tweeted a couple like couple months ago and hers like blew up and I got like four favorites that's how it be in this world and I'm like um excuse me ma'am but um 
No, a lot of the time, like, especially on Instagram, you see, like, screenshots of tweets or whatever. And I know we do it on our Instagram, too. Like, the tweets become a meme Mm -hmm. on all social media platforms. And I have a friend of mine who, like, will send me memes. And sometimes will be like, yeah, I saw it on Twitter, Sean. Sorry. (laughs) Like, I saw it first. Uh, so, oh. so yeah. Anyways, so uh, what what should we do about like a little like intro theme song? Um, it's Lily's work stories. I don't know. I have I, that literally was just something I just came up with off the top of my head. I I mean, what like do we do? I just find another instrumental on like a free royalty site. Like, what do I do? I mean, do you know what? This is what I'm going to do. Next week, when you have another story time, I'm just mm-hmm. going to edit in a song, all right? And you can't know what it is until you listen back to the episode. Okay. All right? That's what I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to completely blow your mind. I may disappoint so you with the song choice, but it's a risk I'm willing to take. Okay. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. So, okay. Lily, you texted me a couple days ago saying you had a good Keith story and I have been itching to hear this story. We've been texting almost every day, and I want to ask you what it is, and you won't tell me. So please, for my sanity and for the boo thing sanity, <laughs> please start with your work stories. So we actually, so I texted you on, I think it was Tuesday that I had a Keith story. Yes. And yesterday, Keith made a return. Ooh. So now I have two Keith stories. Amazing. The first one was honestly Rebecca the weirdest shit I have seen him do since I first met him a few months ago okay most of your stories have uh, that's leaving a really high standard Lily do not let us down with this story because we have seen a lot of fucked up shit coming from Keith Rebecca when I tell you Keith came in and acted totally normal (gasps) was it Keith it was him but it was like he he came in and we had like just opened up the store and he was like drinking out of like, you know, like a like a what's it called? Like a tumbler or whatever. OK. And he's like, uh, well, he comes in and he's like, hey, doll. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, hey, Keith, you know, how's it going? And he's like, good. I just got to, you know, make a withdrawal. And it was like, however, much. it was like the simplest transaction. right? I didn't have to do a bank check like I usually do for him, which takes a lot. I didn't have to do, like, it wasn't so much that I had to, like, fill out the report like I usually do, right? Like, it was not all that. It was just, like, a withdrawal of some money, and he was, and he started chugging out of this cup, and he was just like, "Mm, morning coffee, am I right? And I'm like, yeah, 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 you you are. (laughs) And I gave him his money, and he left. So I'm going to just put it out there, all right? I think we're all thinking it, but I'm just going to verbalize it. This was Keith's doppelganger. Oh, this wasn't my Keith. God. This was not Keith. Holy shit, Rebecca, you're so right. <laughs> Lily, how did you not think of this? This was not Keith, folks. This was his doppelganger. The oh normal Our side. Our next doppelganger story is definitely going to be fucking Keith. Because it was... It was the weird, like, I kept on waiting for him to, like, you know, start running around or break into song and dance or knock on the window or start recording us. Like, I was expecting something, and it was literally just, like, you know, he was, like, say, like talking weird and, like, 
you know, just being like him. At the very least, he could have at least accused you guys of raping him. That was, yes, once again. When I asked that cop if he got a call saying that we were raping him, he was like, no, what? No, that's not the call we got at all. He and, and he was so confused, like looked at me like I was the weird one. And I was like, oh, no, just because that's what he threatened to do if we didn't give him his money. And he was like, no, that's not a not the call we got. L- Lily, did you tell your dad this story? Yes. Because I could just picture the lawyer and your dad just being like, Lily, why would you say anything before <laughs> you were questioned? Well, OK, so here's the second story. He comes in yesterday. Okay. And I think it was yesterday, either yesterday or the day before that. The days are running together for me. So he comes in Yeah, yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday. And I'm working with my coworker, and we're in the drive-thru, and there's no cars. And all of a sudden, she just goes, oh, boy. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And there's a few customers that it could be. Right. Like we're about to close and there's a, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, who, who is it? And around the corner comes Keith and he's like, Hey, doll face. Or like, Hey, sweetie. Like, like he's creep. Like he's, he's, I, I don't know. He's weird. Right. Yeah. So he's like, you know, Hey doll, how's it going? And I'm like, hi, Keith. How are you? And he's like, I'm good. Listen, doll. I uh, got to take out, you know, however much money to pay to, you know, this hotel I've been living in. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Of course he's been living in a hotel. Why wouldn't he be? It's Keith. And I, and I said to him, I was like, Oh, okay. But the thing is, Rebecca, that this guy has a house. Oh my God. What? He said that he's quarantining himself there. So now I'm like, great. This guy has fucking coronavirus and he's coming into the bank or yeah. coming, you know, to the drive through. Like that's fucking great. Hooray. Um, so anyway, so he says that, and I'm like, okay, sure. So, yeah, let's, like, you know, make this bank check out to the hotel. And then he's like, oh, wait, wait, I got something. I got something. And he runs back to the car. And so sometimes, since he, he's not allowed to drive, um, he will, uh, he takes lifts, and Sometimes the Lyft or the Uber will pull into the drive-thru, but other times it just parks on the side. So he runs back to the Lyft. I actually think he might have a chauffeur, too. I don't fucking know. So he runs back and comes back around the corner with a Bluetooth speaker, and he's fucking playing Rocky Mountain High and just, like, (laughs) singing along. (laughs) He went back. He went out of his way. To just go back and to play you this song? Yeah. He, he was like, wait, 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 don't move. I got something for you. And I'm like, first of all, where the fuck am I going to go? Like, I'm in the <laughs> middle of doing my job. Keith. Sir, I am still punched in. I cannot <laughs> leave. So he comes back around. He's Rocky Mountain High or however the fuck the song goes, right? And then the song fades out. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> trying to type, like, make sure I spell everything right. Like, make sure the amount's correct. All this shit, right? <laughs> The song fades out, and I'm like, okay, good, I can focus now. (laughs) And all of a sudden, (laughs) I fucking hear, there she is, just walking down the street, singing to (laughs) a pity, Oh, my God. Snapping his fingers, she looked good, she looked (laughs) good. 
<laughs> this guy actually has a soundtrack to his life. Like, this guy actually has a narration with yeah, musical background. Yeah, and he's background. just, like, vibing. Like, hanging out. He looked a little bit like you saw um, Shia LaBeouf doing this, the reading. Yes. <laughs> he looked kind of like that. Like, he was just, like, smoking his cigarette, fucking vibing. Like You know what, Lily? Oh, my God. The fact that you reminded me of that, it just, it confirms everything for me. When I saw those clips on Instagram, I literally was going to send it to you and text you and be like, is this a younger version of Keith? And you no just way. reminded me of, holy shit, yes, yes. Was giving me Keith well, vibes. This only confirms that we are the same person. We are just one person. That's why we're really. Really. So, it gets good. Like, that wasn't even the, well, that was probably the good part. But then I'm, I'm filling out his check, and he's like, um, I'm like, I'm putting everything together, like getting the envelope, getting the receipt and everything, and God, what did he say to me? He said some crazy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I had uh, rings on, and my rings are usually just on my middle finger and thumb. Like, those are the two I wear. He's like, how come there's no pretty little engagement ring on that finger? Oh, ew. And I'm like, you know what, Keith? I ask myself that every day. And he laughed, and my coworker laughed, and he goes, I'd ask you out to dinner, but you'd probably lose your job. Ugh. Like, I'm uh, uncomfy. I'm, I was like, yeah, because I would go. Yeah, but because that's actually, like, I mean, honestly, Lily, like, if your dating situation got so desperate as if to even consider dating Keith, I would drop everything to date you just to make <laughs> you feel less bad and so that you couldn't go on a date with Keith. Like, I will never allow that to happen to you. I just, like, really don't fucking understand. And, like... I'm like, yeah, yeah, because I would go. You know what I mean? And I so wish that I could explain more about this guy. But, like, you know, there's, like, this confidentiality and stuff. But it would be a time. Oh, my God. This guy is a fucking who. And literally, I'm. you know what? I, I reflect on how you're feeling and I feel for you, Lily. But something in me has a deeper... A, a deeper emotional connection to whoever is his fucking driver. I feel so bad being in an enclosed car with this <laughs> lunatic for God only knows how long this guy is driving this guy around for. Exactly. Well, the best with the was speaker. The time that the, the, there was one time when his car pulled up and, you know, Keith was doing some crazy shit and his driver just kind of looked back at me with this look of just like, despair <laughs> like, like help yeah exactly it was like a you know why are we doing this help me look are y'all other branches hiring <laughs> honestly because yeah Ugh. fucking so, yeah Keith, anyways man. time to talk about something paranormal yes but but i mean that is definitely abnormal oh, for sure but yeah true let's get to the but spooky kooky stuff kooky, so here we go we just said that at the same time. I hate us. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, Lily, do you want to take it away with what we are talking about this week? We are talking about um, glitches in the Matrix. I don't know how to make that, like, how to say that in a fun way. <laughs> glitch like, in the Matrix. <laughs> that didn't make it much better. in this Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Certified glitch. Seven days a week. <laughs> Glitch ass matrix. <laughs> Got the human super weak. <laughs> I hate us. Okay. 
So we've talked about a glitch in the matrix before, but we have gotten so much positive feedback from that episode, and we love talking about it too. We find it very interesting to talk about. So. Mm-hmm. Why not re-explore the topic, right? So Lily and I are each going to read five encounter stories that we found online. And um, without further ado, Lily, do you want to start us off? It would be my pleasure. All right, let's hear it. So why the fuck do I never have my notes open, though? That's the question. Okay, here we go. So this one is by a Reddit user named either Nestle13 or Nestle13. I'm not sure, but one of those. (laughs) And it's called, I Think I Died in Early July. Oh, okay. So it says, do you guys know the whole theory about how when people die in one timeline, they shift into another? I think that may have happened to me. Back in early July of this year, my family, um, and then he just like goes through the ages, um, were going on a road trip to Montana to visit our grandparents. Prior to the trip, I had a horrible, horrible feeling about going. I kept having flashes of car accidents in my head, and I was sure that we were going to get in one if we left. It was so strange because I have a pretty severe anxiety disorder, but this didn't feel like my anxiety at all, and I never have anxiety about road trips. I love them. So we left Saturday of that week. I had told my parents I had a bad feeling about driving up there, but they dismissed me as being anxious but I never had felt so certain about something in my life. Getting into that car felt like signing my death sentence. So we get about six hours in, and at this point, I start to think I was being ridiculous, and a wave of calmness just washes over me. This is where shit gets strange. My dad passes an underpass, and everything just shifts. I feel like I saw everything in slow motion for a whole four or so minutes. My parents were joking beforehand, but their faces moved so slowly, and then the light in the car started to shift. This was the scary part, because I thought I must have been going insane. For a few seconds, there was a huge illumination of light into our car, and I looked at my family and could not tell who they were or what they meant to me. And then it's like everything just came back. The light shifted back, and I knew who everyone was, but it felt like something imperceptible had changed. I closed my eyes and tried to make sense of the past few minutes. And when I reached back to remember, I saw blood, our car and another minivan in shambles on the side of the highway, right beyond the underpass and mangled bodies. Ooh, what? Yeah. I remembered sensations. I should not have known what spattered brain matter looks like the smell of something burning the way I couldn't breathe. But this never happened. Hmm. Yet, I remember the car in front of us had switched lanes even though there was a truck in front of us, realized it at the last second, and hit us with a lateral impact. Wow. I have no history of psychosis, and I have never been in any sort of car accident. Uh, This wasn't PTSD, and I have never had anxiety over being in the car in any sort of way prior to this. And maybe I could have just brushed it off, but I still think about it when I'm driving in my own car. And it's made me a more cautious driver. I just know what happened. It was a weird situation, and I remember having the distinct feeling in that moment that I had died in some sense. I am not a spiritually sensitive person by any means. I am a scientist at heart, but this truly was something I cannot explain. And I fully accept that I might be reading too much into this, and for some reason I imagined an event that never happened, but I thought I would share anyway. The end. Wow. 
I think how the, insane is that? Yeah, I think what gets me is the fact that this person could like smell and see and like just have like all these senses of what it is to be in an actual car accident. Absolutely. And not having been in one where they would have PTSD triggers like this or anything, I, I just, I can't explain it. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it kind of brings us back. It kind of reminds me, like, you know how people talk about, like, past lives? This could be, like, I guess, like, a not a past death, but you know what I mean? Like, kind of a similar thing. Like, I know that, you know, people talk about, situations being oddly familiar you know like like deja vu times 100 and this seems like that right and Mm -hmm. i think that this author is like absolutely right to suspect that something could have happened you know could have been a glitch in the matrix where he was you know supposed to die and then didn't you know or like a parallel universe where he did in Uh that moment yeah you know so there's a lot that could be happening here but i know for a fact that um, anxiety disorders, even if you've had one for a long period of time, do manifest themselves in different ways, right? I, you know, um, I've suffered from a very bad anxiety disorder from, I mean, I guess I was born with it, but it really started when I was about eight years old. And I would obsess over these things that I don't really obsess over anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the um, kind of anxious thoughts do come and go, but usually there's a reason for them. You know what I mean? Like the things that I would obsess over and have like nightly panic attacks over as a child don't phase me anymore. But now there's new stuff. Mm-hmm. But it all has an explanation. It's not like I just woke up one day you know, and had this vivid memory attached to it either. You know, like, this is a substantial, seemingly out of nowhere, like, this person goes on road trips all the time. Why now? Yeah. Why now is the author of this story just getting that anxiety? And why this road trip? You know what I mean? It's just all circumstantial. Mm -hmm. That seems like it wasn't just a panic attack or a dissociation because it was very, very real. This person. There's some underlining message or meaning behind it for sure. Exactly. You know, and being able to smell something like, listen, we're both actors, right? Mm-hmm. Vivid imaginations, you know, like, yeah, you can imagine the smell of something, but but it coming across your mind and knowing that's how it is like the like the image of splattered brain matter and like knowing what that burning car smells like is just not something to me at least that can just happen that's something you have to study and you have to as like especially as an actor you have to kind of do your own research and homework about it and over time you start developing that but to yeah. just be driving on a route and automatically just get this feeling and pick up these certain senses it's it's super abnormal to me. Exactly. It's it's more than just like this person being like, "Yo, what if we crashed and the car set on fire?" That's an imagination. But this is so much more than that. Oh yeah, like I mean, all the time. I'll like, if I'm sitting in the park or something, I like I'll take in nature, and then like the dark side of me is like, "Yo, at any point, I could just get shot point blank in the head." Like, 
I, it's so fucked up, but like that's how I'll think. But like I don't think of it as like I see my my brain matter and like the blood smell and things like like I don't I don't get into depth like that. Um, exactly. But yeah, and it's just weird. Yeah. So that's that on that. What's your what's your first kind of you know encounter? Oh, Lily, you came in hot. Okay. So my <laughs> next uh, my first story is titled "Mother in Law Doubled," and this is by, oh man, uh, this is by quixotic underscore ardor so this happened on sunday we were visiting my husband's family at their cabin on a remote island in the pnw um don't know what pnw is um if you guys know email us at Gmail.com. anyway my mother-in-law has trouble sleeping and usually gets up in the middle of the night to read so she'll go to the living room and read until she's tired enough to go back to sleep she did this a handful of times during the week we were there for reference, this is a small cabin with two bedrooms, one bathroom, a living room, and a kitchen. The bedroom doors face each other, and the bathroom is in between the two. The living room is across the bathroom and is facing the water and has big open windows, which lets a surprising amount of light in, moonlight or sunlight. The kitchen is opposite of the living room and the main bedroom. Sunday night, my husband got up to go to the bathroom, which, uh, this way probably around 2 or 3 a.m. I also had to go to the bathroom, so I decided to follow him out. He opens the door, and we see his mom sitting on the couch in the dark, not reading, just sitting there. My husband asks her if she's okay, and she turns to us, but she doesn't reply. He asks Ooh. again, and she just stares back at us. I tell him that I think she might be sleepwalking, but he's worried, so he starts to walk over to her, and she gets up and walks past us towards the kitchen, which is beside our room, but on the other side of the cabin from their room. He calls for her again, louder, because he's getting more worried, and his parents' bedroom door opens, and his mom comes out and asks what we're doing. My, oh. hus- <laughs> yeah. My husband and I both freak out because there is no logical way she could have walked into the kitchen seconds prior and then suddenly be back in her bedroom. His mom is weirded out and wakes up his dad, and the four of us search the house because the only explanation is that someone broke in, but we don't find anyone. We even check the security cameras, and there's nothing on them. His parents think we were just seeing things, but we, my husband and I, both know what we saw, and the freakiest part is what the person we saw was wearing was this Mickey Mouse nightgown, which neither of us had seen before, and had her hair pulled back with a sleeping mask, and when his mom came out of the bedroom, she was wearing the same thing oh fuck no i feel like it was a time glitch or something i have no clue but we're so completely freaked out thoughts yeah it's a no for me yeah this is like a glitch in the matrix doppelganger fucking collab right here honestly i was thinking because she didn't speak yes as soon as i heard that i thought doppelganger Dude, what if it's a doppelganger experiencing a glitch in the Matrix and it's just like hella paranormal shit all in one? Uh, That is just a fucking fiesta of freaky, spooky, kooky, ooky stuff. (laughs) The fact that both the husband and the wife saw it together, it's not like they one saw it and then told the other. They both experienced this. Both saw the person wearing the same exact outfit as the mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. exactly. It's not like and and like saying, "Oh, someone probably broke in." Like, really, someone wearing the exact same shit mm-hmm. who looks exactly like my mother-in-law broke in. Unless they're like weird sitcom twins who uh, who dress the same all the time. Like, no, no. And and the fact that there's no security cameras of people entering or leaving the house during that time period, mm-hmm. fucked up. 
fucked up. Ugh. All right, Lily, what is your second story? So I actually had kind of a cool experience gathering my stories because on my first story, there were a bunch of comments. It was like the top rated story for the month of August, I think. Okay. So I just like skimmed the comments and I found two more people telling their stories. Oh, fun. So this is a comment on my first story by a user named Emergency Stop. And it says, I had something similar happen, except I got hit by a car on my bicycle in 2011. A drunk driver ran a red light and T-boned me. Bike folded in half, split my head open, ripped part of my ear off and melted my... Okay, this is gross. Melted my nylon jacket through my hoodie into my skin from sliding on the pavement. Oh, boy. I woke up and remember thinking it was all a hazy dream and trying to walk off when the paramedics told me I had to get in the ambulance. What? I guess I told them I didn't have insurance and wanted to walk home. Yes, this person's probably from America. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> really, Baldarub are at it again? Yep. Um, have you seen that thing that's like, really? I don't have insurance and I'm not spending four, like five grand for a ride in the wee-woo wagon. <laughs> Um, let's see, they filled me in on the fact that I had been unconscious for almost 45 minutes and I lost a lot of blood and was lucky to be alive. Since then, I can't piece back together the wreck or anything that happened. It's all just a plain black thought after a certain recap. My friend had received a text from me what would be 10 minutes before the wreck. I thanked him for hanging out with me and told him I was almost home safe at less than a mile to go. Since all of this happened, I haven't felt right. I feel like I really died that night. It's hard to explain, but sometimes I feel like I can hear people trying to wake me up still. I will say that since all of that happened, my life has shifted gears and I'm in a way better place than I ever have been. Maybe this doesn't relate to your glitch at all, but at least you aren't the only person experiencing weird death sequences. Mine was just a little more physical than mental. LOL. Heart. Wow. So how insane is that? Like, all of this stuff happened, right? Mm -hmm. And and this person fucking lives. Mm -hmm. And then, for me, what really gets me with this is that I think I can hear people trying to wake me up. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk science here and logical thinking, I am no MD, but I would hear that, and someone that is not a believer could think that could be PTSD or some sort of symptoms or side effects from it. Or brain damage, maybe, because his head was cracked open, yeah. But, like, if we go past that, we could think that maybe, and, and now this kind of positive turn that this person's life has gone has taken since this accident, it seems that... Maybe this was like a second chance, like a rebirth in a way. Yes. Weird. I could absolutely see that. Weird. I, I, I love, uh, there's that show, I Survived, and then there's I Survived Beyond and Back, and it's the experiences. <gasps> yes, of, I've seen that. If you guys haven't seen that show, um, it was, I believe, on A&E. I don't know if it's still airing, but you could definitely find episodes on YouTube or maybe even Hulu. Um, and it's a show where people talk about their experiences of surviving a really traumatic accident or event where they t clinically were dead and then came back to life in their experience 
in the afterlife and what they remember of it and then coming back. And a lot of times, people actually, once they experience that feeling of dying, they're like, wow, like it was such a peaceful moment for them that when they realize they're alive again, they're like, shit, I didn't want to fucking live again. Like, I fucking <laughs> love this feeling. But like, it, so it's just, it's fucking nuts. And it's not even just one person that has experienced this. This is multiple people that were on the show that have talked about this. And it kind of seems like this guy may be going through something somewhat similar where maybe at one point it was supposed to be his time, but then, you know, he died, quote unquote. And mm-hmm. whoever, whoever is like the higher up, higher above whoever you believe in or multiple um, was like, nope, not your time yet. Right back. And, you know, this person still has a mission that they need to complete on this earth. So very interesting. I like that. And I, I feel like the, that concept is absolutely like you're absolutely right that it could be that, you know, there might have been even if it was just for a split second, you know, this person might have died. Yeah. I know that that's a lot of, like, us, like, making assumptions because neither of us are doctors <laughs> and neither of us were there. <laughs> but even if that is the case, even if it was just for a split second, like, you can subconsciously have a new motivation and outlook on life that you might not even realize after a situation like that. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So definitely. I, mean, I definitely feel that regardless of if this was a glitch in the Matrix or something like another form of paranormal it feels like there is a whole other level to this Mm -hmm. than just i was hit by a car and had a near-death experience for sure for sure okay all right what do you got so it seems like a lot of uh um, glitch in the matrix experiences revolve around cars because my next story is i predicted a car crash do you think that people see cars as portals it's a vehicle the place Anyway, on that note, I should just be a fucking side effects voiceover artist. Anyway, this happened last year during our family vacation. Oh, and by the way, this person who wrote it is Dudu Pagani. So thank you, Dudu. So this happened last year during our family vacation. It was the first time we were really going on a trip that was reasonably lengthy, about 10 hours on the car. Before getting to the highway, we had to go down a little mountain road to get to the coast. We were getting right through one of those very low clouds, and visibility was shit. As we went around a bend, I saw a car, which I remember perfectly, a white Toyota Corolla parked on the side of the road. Want to note that I do not know a single person who owns or ever owned one of these cars. It was parked rear-facing us, what I found unusual, and when we passed it, I looked behind me, and voila, it wasn't there anymore. I kept a mental note of it because surprisingly those cars are quite rare quite quite rare where I live. About 10 minutes later two headlights came flying up the road like absurdly fast for the road we were on if I were to take a guess over 60 miles per hour at the very least. Oh that gives me anxiety. The front end of a black <laughs> Fiat Uno, very popular car in Brazil, popped out of the fog and suddenly vanished. This one was even weirder because I felt the lights in my eyes before it disappeared. To be honest, yeah, maybe I was a bit zoned out because it was really early in the morning and I had my headphones on. I exclaimed a bit when it went past and my dad looked weirdly at me. Guess he didn't see it. About two or three hours later, going down the highway, a black Fiat Uno Uno flies past us on the right lane, squeezes past my dad in a truck, cuts our car over, and speeds away. What surprised me 
was that, that one was actually real. We go around the next bend to see the Uno now upside down and sideways across the road. And get this, a white Corolla with the back end completely destroyed stopped on the shoulder. According to a lorry driver, the Uno lost the back end around the corner and smashed into the Corolla, which the driver was taking a piss on the shoulder. The driver of the Uno got out of the car and ran away before we got there, according to the same guy. I did find this extremely odd because since I saw the cars on the mountain, I had a bad feeling. Nothing like this has ever happened before and has never happened again. What do you think? Wow. See, I mean, I... I understand seeing the second car driving like a total douche and being like, yeah, that guy's going to get in an accident. Yeah. But from seeing, you know what I mean? Because I do that all the time. I'll be like, okay, if you want to die in a car accident, go ahead. Terrify yourself before you die. Have fun, Frankie. Yeah. Or like whoever the fuck I, you know, whatever I name I give the driver of the car that cut me off or whatever. But seeing a car and thinking, huh. That's rare. Hope nothing bad happens. And then something bad happens. That's where it's weird. Very, very weird. And what are the odds of this specific car that there's no reason why this person would just imagine this car in their head. It's not like it's like some beautiful Lamborghini sports car with like, oh, you know, something in your head. It's a fucking Toyota Corolla. No, no hate to Toyota out there. You were my first car, Toyota Camry LE. Loved you. You were the best. But it's not a car that you think about just randomly driving you know what i mean yeah so very very weird all right lily what is your third story okay so the third story that i have is also a comment on my first post okay but um and this is from the username was just kvmtr okay so yeah there there's that um and this person commented on the post saying, Welcome to the timeline, my friend. I'm almost 100% sure I died in Massachusetts in April of 2017. I was stuck in a brutal, abusive relationship, and things were reaching a true breaking point. One day, I woke up, and my brother helped me pack my car and sent me driving south, back to Florida. We had moved to um, Mass from Florida less than a year prior. There was no fuss, no fight. I don't even remember seeing the guy during that last sequence there. Since then, everything in my personal life has fallen into place in a way too perfect way, considering how my life had been going so far. In June of 2017, I ended up with my dream job that doesn't ever hire from outside the company. I'm not sure how it happened. Also that month, a guy I knew in high school came to visit and ended up flying with me to my cousin's wedding in Costa Rica. Met my whole family and they loved him. He was kind and sweet. He moved here from Ohio to be with me, bought a house for us to live in. We got engaged on Christmas Day of 2018. Now, now she's just bragging. <laughs> God. <laughs> We're getting married this October. Trust me, it doesn't track. Everything from before is fuzzy and strange. I was diagnosed with PTSD after I left Mass, but some of my symptoms don't line up. I've heard some others talk about disorientation they feel when they think about their faint memory of dying. I remember the day I left, it snowed. A nasty April snowstorm, wet and dirty. I can feel my body laying in the snow. But when I try to remember it, it's like my brain twists and turns and searches for something that isn't there anymore. Mm. My best advice is to stop trying to remember. You probably won't. 
Just keep living whatever life you've been given or whatever life you took for yourself. Ooh, I like that. Me too. That's like the best. Wow, that's like the best one of, wow, way to go. What's this username? KVMTR? Yes. Um, just make sure to speak up when someone says, I think I died and I feel like I'm insane. And make sure to tell them it's all right. It's scary out there. The end. It is a scary world out there, especially in the times we're living now. So that was a really nice message. I like that. Right? And this is another one. This is a lot like that last comment that we read about, you know, your life completely turning around after. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Like, again, there, this is a person whose life was not going well. Yeah. They have this weird sort of now fuzzy experience feeling like they died and all of a sudden things are going so smoothly and it's like it's good to see yeah it's encouraging to see and uh refreshing to see uh so you know this is also like half glitches half past lives or not past lives but half glitches half parallel universe i guess definitely and it seems like kind of another message that we could see is sometimes you have to reach rock bottom to you know get your way to the top absolutely it's like that episode of spongebob the most frustrating fucking episode of spongebob ever oh my god rock Rock bottom i think you that one and when he's trying to he's waiting for the bus and he goes to grab the candy bar and every time he reaches and the bus comes and so he takes his arm out and the bus is gone like i saw this thing a while back and it was like Y'all remember the time Patrick and Spongebob took the bus and wound up in Newark? <laughs> I'm so mad. That's so true. Only Jersey Just people understand. Just a Jersey meme for our non-Jersey boo thing. Exactly. Oh, my God. But what pissed me off about that episode was the fact that not only did he take his hand out, went across the street, the bus then left him, and then a motherfucker took his fucking candy. That's right, the asshole took his goddamn candy! Fucking dicks, man. God, I hate, I hate that, like, literally, what's it called? I think it's just called Rock Bottom. I think so, too. I, I, what if we just did an episode where we talk like this? We lose all our listeners. <laughs> Speaking of listeners, how about that DM we got this morning? It's on our Instagram story at just Ghoulie Things Podcast. You know what? Fuck it, Lily. Before we go into my story, I'm going to read the fucking comment because it is golden and we both saw it at the like, same time, so. Oh, my God. I know. I, I got it and I started reading it. Oh, just, just read it. Read yeah. it. Read okay. It. We'll, have, we'll have our listeners go through the roller coaster of emotions we did. Short review. I started on episode one, now on four, and so far there's ex-boyfriend trash talk, advice on how to slash tires, the drop every now and then of men ain't shit, F-bombs and other swear words everywhere, and evil laughter. And that's not even the paranormal stuff. I'm sold. You have a listener. (laughs) I will definitely order and pimp your merch. Stay strong, ladies. (laughs) This is what we do this for, folks. These DMs. I was so scared when I first... So, I'm listening to the episode, and so far, there's been, like, ex-boyfriend bashing, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, God. This F-bombs. Us. F-bombs, yeah, all that shit. I was like, 
wow, this person li literally hates us. And then they were like, I'm so. He had us in the first half, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but yeah, so th that is, if that doesn't describe this podcast in a nutshell, nothing will because that was a pr and this guy's only listened to four episodes which it's so funny when people when I recommend people listen to our podcast I don't tell them to go back to the beginning I'm like it gets better towards the end so like start listening like around quarantine time <laughs> we were just learning honestly the the bartender where I work was like, hey, Lil, like, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh, God, did you listen to the first few episodes? She was like, yeah, I started from the beginning. And I was like, literally, why would you do that? Why would like, you set us up for good, failure? They're, they're good episodes, but, like, we're, we haven't really gotten our sea legs yet. You know what I mean? Like, we're kind of awkward and uncomfortable and, like, don't know how to go about things. Like It brought me back to how I looked in middle school of, like, I'm, I'm still wearing clearance clothes from Aeropostel and like I got the greasy bangs and like I don't know how to do makeup yet but I'm like desperately trying and I still got the you got braces. that blue eyeshadow going it's yeah it's that's just how I describe yeah like that was like our Meg Griffin days and we've slowly yes. blossomed into Mila Kunis oh my god Rebecca you have never said anything more perfect I, I try. Every every episode, I try to level up, you know? Okay. Oh, well, uh, a mission accomplished. Okay. All right. Back to Glitch in the Matrix. All right. My next story is my fiance walked through a wall and reappeared behind me. Oh, shit. A few years back, before I worked in the office of my job, I worked in the warehouse. My fiance and I worked there together. It was the end of my shift. We all went to the dressing rooms at around 2.50 to get dressed out of our blue-collar uniforms. Being female, my dressing room was in a different area than the males, but both were on one side of the building. The time clock is across the warehouse, probably 50 or 60 yards or so from the dressing rooms. Once we all left our stations, all the lights would be off except for the break room, where the time clock would be. So it's spooky and dark, with pallets of electronic scrap everywhere, and a lit-up makeshift room in the far back of the warehouse where you go to punch out. I walked out of the dressing room and onto the warehouse floor, and I see my fiancé far ahead walking to the time clock. Once you get to the break room, you have to walk around the pallets of junk. To do that, you turn right as you get to the room to get behind the pallets. And that's what he did. He's very tall and has a distinct side profile and distinct nose. His hair is long on the top and even flipped away in the breeze when he walked in his fast pace. He was still in his uniform, though, which I thought was odd. I saw him and called out to him excitedly. I see you. I quickly sped up to catch up to him. I noticed he disappeared. I figured he was playing tricks on me. There was a solid cinder block wall to the right in the direction he was walking and some more pallets of junk. I figured he walked past the time clock to hide behind one of the big pallets. I smiled to myself and tried not to laugh as I walked closer by the time clock. But then I realized he was nowhere to be seen. It hit me as odd, but then I thought, maybe he's hiding? I started looking around behind the pallets, but I didn't see him. Walked into the break room and he wasn't in there either. I started getting body chills. There was literally nowhere for him to go. Just a huge wall. I thought, oh my God, is he going to scare the piss out of me? Where is he <laughs> hiding? But then he just reappeared all the way at the other end of the warehouse where I had just walked out 50, 60 yards away. The whole time I thought he had gotten to the time clock before me. I asked him, wait, what? I just saw you here seconds ago. I thought you were hiding. I watched you walk over here. And then he said, um, no, I just walked out of the changing room. 
I was so freaked out, I felt nauseous, and I had whole body chills. I didn't even see him crouch down or hide or anything. He just kept walking into nothingness. There was a wall there. I immediately wondered if I had seen a ghost impersonating him, but now after reading all these experiences on this subreddit, I'm starting to think maybe it was a glitch. And this was from Deporah-296. I should have noted that before, but yeah, this is her experience of her fiancé walking through a wall and reappearing right behind her ass. Yeah, no, that's um, that's for sure. That's a doppelganger for ya. Doppelganger. So crazy. Oh, and the fact that, like, just set the mood. It's in a big, spooky, kooky, ooky warehouse, dark at 250 dark dingy no lights on just a bunch of other gross men around you and you're like the only female Ugh, <laughs> just a fucking nightmare there's literally nothing like if i was in that situation i'd be like okay some fucked up shit is gonna happen oh Terrible it's inevitable not, but whatever happens it's gonna be fucking weird oh for sure for sure all right lily what is your fourth story my fourth story is called i saw my husband but from, wait, yeah, I saw my husband, but from the future, I think. Ooh. And it's by Hecaroni1288. Hecaroni. Hecaroni. I live in a very small town. We have a small grocery store, hardware store. You know the drill. <laughs> drill, hardware store. Ah. I'm sure that wasn't intended. Not at all. Oh, my God. Wait, have I told you my hardware store uh, story? Uh, No. I grew up in a hardware store. That's what I think it's my Facebook bio. I, I, I'm um I don't know what to do with this information. It's like my whole personality is based around the fact that I grew up in a hardware store once. You heard it here first, folks. I hope this isn't all your dating profiles. Oh, it is. That yeah, because that's definitely an icebreaker. It, it is my two truths and a lie. Is like lost the toenail in the Vatican, threw up in a hardware store, and then a lie. You lost a toenail. Okay, Lily, this is a lot to unpack for a glitch in the matrix episode. Okay, so I was okay. So I was dehydrated in the hardware store because it was a hot day. Um, I was with my friends and it was really hot and like we hadn't had a lot of water to drink and we were like jumping around in the waves and getting knocked down. I must have swallowed something, and then um, we went to the nearest store to get I must have swallowed like ocean water right so Mm -hmm. I walked with my friend in the like blazing sun and I'm like joking around with her and I'm like hey like if I throw up will you hold my hair back and she's like haha of course right we get to the hardware store because that's just like the nearest store that was selling sunscreen that we Mm -hmm. needed to get and we get to check out and I'm like okay yeah no this is not good (laughs) and I just like threw up all over the place (laughs) did you clean it up or like how, how does that work well, it was, it, okay, so it began on carpet. Oh, no. Yeah, but uh, the main production happened on the front stoop, so we just cleaned it up with paper towels. Bad news, though, it was next to an ice cream parlor, so there were people <laughs> watching me. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I remember just looking, like, locking eyes with, like, this little boy (laughs) eating an ice cream cone. Mommy, I don't want this anymore. (laughs) No, he felt so bad. (laughs) Oh, all right, Lily. Just ruining a kid's childhood one throw up at a time. Good job. 
I know. He just wanted to have a fun beach day with his parents. And, like, the owners of the store, because this is the Jersey Shore, right? And I was, like, 18 years old, right? They definitely thought I had been drinking. But oh, I really for sure. hadn't, because I, I was a good kid. You know, like, I was just dehydrated and had swallowed a bunch of seawater and then regurgitated <laughs> it all over the fucking sidewalk. So ridiculous. But this isn't about me. This is about Heather Rooney, 1288, seeing her husband from the future, she thinks. I'm assuming it's a woman. I don't fucking know. So, I live in a very small town. We have a small grocery store, hardware store. You know the drill. I was done getting her gro- getting groceries, and I hopped into my car to head home. As I pulled up to the end of the driveway of the store, blinker on to get onto the main road, I see a big, white, lifted Chevy pickup driving toward me that I need to wait for. I watch it as it drives closer to me remarking to myself that it looks so similar to my husband, just older and rusted around the edges. It even has the same black emblem and large iron cross on the bumper. Ooh. As the truck goes past me, my jaw nearly fell open. Staring at me intently was a man almost identical to my husband, but with a longer graying beard and gray hair around the ears. I quickly gathered myself together and pulled out behind the truck and up to the stop sign that followed. He was staring at me still in his side mirror, glancing away and then staring at me again. He took off like a shot the first chance he got, and I tried to follow to see which direction he took, but a car was coming and I couldn't get out behind him in time. The truck sped off toward my road, but I don't know if he turned in that direction or not. I know that's a little crazy, but I couldn't help feeling a total connection, the total connection, sorry, I feel with my husband when I saw his reflection in that side mirror staring at me. It gives me goosebumps to think about it because it was like he knew that it was me and I was the wrong age and that he needed to get out of there before I could follow. I got home and my husband was there working in his wood shop. I told him about it and he chuckled and asked if he looked hot when he was old. I mean... He did if it was really him. Dude. Um, Insane. And we have a little edit. It says, since everyone keeps speculating over the fact that I didn't write down the dang license plate number, A, I was shocked. B, I wasn't paying that close attention as the truck was coming at me and I was looking at the plate number. Yes, I could tell there was a color difference between the almost black hair on his head and the lighter gray around the ears. I'm not blind. And as for seeing the license plate, I said in another comment that, yes, they were my state plates. But honestly, I don't even know what my husband plates are. Husband's plates are. (laughs) I only know mine because it's a repetitive number pattern. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't know my license plate number. Do you? Um, no. I used to know. Uh, I know my old one from my old Camry LE because it was pen 89B or something. Like, it was super easy like that. Yeah, mine, I I think it starts with an H, but I, honest, I honestly do not know. Like, I remember um, when my AC broke, my family was staying in a hotel, and I, I had, we had taken my car for some reason, and this is before I moved out. And so we're staying in a hotel, and they're like, okay, like, just put, you know, your car make, model, and license plate. And I was like, uh, <laughs> Um, can I just put the make and model? Like, cause I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know it. So yeah. Anyways. Um, 
yes, this happened, and I wouldn't have posted a lie because, honestly, I'm a little scared of being vilified by a bunch of strangers on the Internet, and I'm an honest person. Was it a glitch? Maybe. I thought that's what this sub was about. Jeesh. Also, thank you to the kind strangers for giving me my first awards and over 1K upvotes. This is my most liked post ever, so that's pretty exciting. The end. That's fucking so, yeah. wild. And I completely, like, completely understand the whole, like, not thinking, oh, yeah, let me uh, let me write down the license plate numbers to see if they match my husband's car. Like, that's, like, no, like, you're really caught off guard by shit like that. Yeah, the last thing, I, okay, I didn't even think, and I'm just here logically listening in intently on this on this story i wouldn't even think mm -hmm. of oh why didn't she get the husband's license plate down? I, don't know, I, guess I didn't even fucking think of that so you guys yeah, need to people really just be criticizing for real you guys need to just mind your damn business what would be amazing to see happen is like and like i don't know how old like this person is now um but in a few years right however many that may be Mm -hmm. um, to see uh, this person's, like, husband, right, once he does get kind of, like, older with gray hair and, like, a beard and stuff, just wait and see if one day he walks in the front door and says, hey, I saw someone in a car that you used to have that looked like you when you were younger. Yo. I... Huh. Like, that's where my mind went. My mind went there, not license plate number. You want, like, above and beyond. That was, like... I'm just an overthinker. I feel you on that, Lily. I feel you on that. <laughs> All right. My next story is Inexplainable Confusion by the River. So I've recently moved to a new city for school that I don't know a lot about. But about a year ago, I had ordered a one-wheel, a one-wheeled electric skateboard thing... And figured I might as well try and rip down to some of the local hotspots to meet some people in the late evening. To get downtown, I had to cross our river valley, which to my knowledge only has one pedestrian bridge in my vicinity. As I approached the bridge, I noticed these two ladies standing on the, mer the meridian in the middle of the road just talking to one another. Um, at the time of me passing by them, traffic was at a standstill, so I was rather confused on what they were doing in the middle of the street. I gave them quite a long glance, just out of pure curiosity, and realized they had some severely comical features. Eventually, I thought nothing of it as I continued on. About three minutes later, I had arrived at the pedestrian bridge and crossed it. I continued down a river path maybe five minutes, when out of the corner of my eye, I saw two figures standing on the side of the path. It was the exact two Garfield-esque ladies I had seen talking on the Meridian ten minutes prior. I was not under the influence of any substance and have no history of mental illness. These were the same people. Now here's where it gets weird. Keep in mind that I was not walking these trails. I was on an electric skateboard at an average of 14 miles an hour, and I had not encountered these ladies on the trail prior. Originally, I thought, oh, they must have driven to the other side for some reason. Then it occurred to me that when I was near traffic in the area, it was not moving at all. We're talking L.A. traffic kind of standstill. As I carried on, I was put <laughs> off. <laughs> That's so accurate. As I carried on, I was put off by this fact. And then the nail in the coffin occurred to me that even if they did manage to sneak through traffic, that there was not a parking lot within that vicinity that was less than a 10-minute walk away. So no chance they walked as I had taken the only pedestrian path that location. No parking lot within the time frame of them being in that spot. 
Traffic was unmoving practically the entire time. So to my understanding, there was no logical possibility of them making it to that spot in the time it took me to reach that section of the path. I double-checked a tra uh, trail map and confirmed there was no other bridges in that area that they could have came across. This event left me visibly shaken and confused. Any ideas about what may have occurred are welcome. Yeah. See, in situations like this, I feel like, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I feel like the odds of seeing, like, like we said with the woman and her, like, fiancé or whatever, or, no, the mother-in-law, where they said, oh, maybe it was someone else. Like, someone, like, that identical and, like, all that shit. Like, that all goes for this story, too. But what's weird is the fact that these people didn't look like humans like you and I. Like, they, they looked like humans, but, like, in a cartoonish way. Like, they had these features that just kind of seemed very quirky, like, not normal. Oh, I misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Wait. Edit that out. I was listening, but I thought I misunderstood. No, Edit that I, out. I sound stupid. No, no, no. It's fine. No, it's it. It's hard, like when you're listening and you can't like have the story. I thought in front they of meant they were like seeing the world. No. Like, like, like the way they were seeing the world was cartoony. Like. No, 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 no. He was saying that the women that he saw looked very cartoonish. Which I guess could give that oh, effect I that, thought... like, the world around you is kind of cartoony looking. But no, like, he was just talking about the women. Oh. Yeah. Which makes a big difference in the story, let me tell you. Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, and by the way, if it makes you feel better, Lil, mm -hmm. the person that wrote this, his name is Barack Iguana215. Barack Iguana? Yes. You heard that right. <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> so wait a minute. Okay. Just because clearly my comprehension skills are not what they should be. What we're saying is that this person saw... Can you just re-break down this story for me real quick? Can okay. I get like a TLDR? Because I was listening, but I think I misunderstood. No worries. I got you. All right. So this person, I, I, I assumed it was a guy, Barack Iguana. I don't know. So this person got on a skateboard, was, drive, uh, was going down this trail, yes. this pedestrian trail, saw these two women okay. in the middle of this meridian, uh, in the middle of the, all this traffic on the street, but like on the meridian. Yes. And he, yes. the reason why they caught his eye was because they just kind of looked like comical. Like they looked like very cartoonish Wait, to him. The, the, the median? The women that were in the, like they, he called it a meridian with like the middle part, but I think it's called a median, but like he wrote See, meridian. I think that's why I misunderstood the story because I was trying to think in my head meridian, meridian, I think water? he meant median, but I didn't know if in other places they called it meridian, so I just read it as is. Yeah. But anyway. So I think that's why I misunderstood the story because I was focusing on that instead of, like, the actual content. So I'm sorry, Boo Thanks. Roast me via email, justgoolythingspodcast at gmail.com because... No, you're good, you're good, you're good. the wrong shit. So yeah, and then... This person's like, okay, they just they just happen to kind of stick in his mind. And as he continues down this path, 10 minutes later, he sees them again in a different part. But just the way that they ended up and where exactly they were on the trail ahead of him, it would have made no sense of how they got there. Okay, see, that part I was right about in yes. my mind. That yes. part I did understand. So well, on that fucked up note, uh, Lily, do you want to read your last story? I'm just 
was so like I was so hung up on Meridian versus Median that I heard the word cartoon and I thought it was just a distorted vision of everything and I thought that's where the glitch was. <laughs> I thought the glitch was the poster was like seeing everything and like that was the glitch, not the does that make sense? Everyone proofread your stories before you post them. It makes a difference. Yeah, especially I'm just tired. I'm just, I'm just tired and stupid. Stop it. You're not stupid. Okay. Enough of this of this. I'm sorry. I probably make everyone more confused now too. No, you're fine. Everyone just tune Lily out in the, in that past oh. story. Go back and tune yeah, her out and then listen again. Yeah, all the shit I say. Like just tune into my voice <laughs> for the work stories and then check out completely. Stop it. Like just turn the volume, like, if you're commuting, like, turn the volume down in your car until Rebecca talks again. I don't know how you'd know that shit if your volume was down, but, like, you'll figure it out. All okay. right. So, my my last story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Strange glitches that happened at my old job. And the author of this is called Big Sad 1212. Same. Or 1212. I got the Big Sad. Okay. I used to work at a big box department store with my best friend as a coworker. This friend and I always seem to experience strange glitches together, but the ones at our old job really stand out to me because there were other witnesses to verify them. Okay. My friend and I worked in the cosmetics department pre-COVID, and we were running low on supplies and also wanted to start a new way of organizing our disposable sponges, mascara wands, etc. We both went into a small stock room that was through a door beside one of the makeup brand areas. The stock room was very small and pretty cluttered, so we were maybe a couple of feet away from the door trying to find some jars and lids as well as supplies. We both heard a woman's voice close enough to be right on the other side of the door say, Hi, in circle of our names. We both stopped what we were doing and opened the door. We were very close to the door, so there's no way someone could have walked away in the time it took to open it, but there was no one there. Ooh. That instance in itself doesn't sound super creepy, but there was a coworker that was walking towards us. She was far enough away that she couldn't have been the one talking to us, plus it wasn't even her voice. But we stopped her and asked if there was someone there. She told us that she had been talking to another coworker when she saw a woman with black hair standing near the door. She instantly ended the conversation and looked back, which took her maybe a few seconds, and the woman had completely disappeared. So that's spooky kooky yuki already. Mm-hmm. Are you listening? Yes. Uh, no, I'm, just, I'm listening to your story. I thought you, f- you didn't finish yet. Yeah, no, there's more. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, I was just listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally <laughs> leaning back in my yeah, chair. Yeah. So, like, I'm, like, kind of far away from the mic, so You're that's just, why I didn't say anything. I heard a distant mm-hmm, and I was like, she's tuning me out. No, no, I'm just leaning okay, back she, in the chair because it's comfy. You're Shia LaBeouf in it, just chilling. Oh, I'm totally Shia LaBeouf in it. That's, that's the new, like, verb. Like, I'm just going to Shia LaBeouf all day long, just chill. All right, I'm just going to keep it today. Yes, I'm going to keep it. That's better, because Keith doesn't, like, do drugs. Well, no, he probably does. Oh, he definitely does tons of drugs. 
Keith is like on probably a little bit of everything and like that's the outcome. Like he should do dare speeches. He should be he should make an Instagram uh showing people his cocktail of whatever the fuck he makes to make himself who he is. Literally what I said was um the day that he came in and acted totally normal like I was the only one in the drive-through and he was like in and out. And I, I was telling my coworker about it, and I was like, yeah, his morning drugs probably hadn't kicked in yet. Facts. He, he probably hadn't, like, done his morning drugs and washed it down with alcohol, which is not a good idea, by the way. Please don't do that. Do not say that we talked about it, and that's why you're doing this. Just from a legal standpoint, like, we're not endo- endorsing that. Thank we you, don't Lily. condone that. But we will talk about people who do it because it's fucking insane when it happens. Yep. Um, okay. Story number two, there have been a few times that my friend has seen me at work when I haven't been there. She always seems to see me only through numerous mirrors wearing clothing that I owned. The creepiest occurrence, though, was when another coworker saw me. It was around Halloween time last year, and I was scheduled to close. from So my shift was 1 to 9.15. Ooh. A coworker was scheduled to open 9.35 to 6 on that day. I had done my makeup like a skeleton, but I hated the way I did the makeup on my nose. This will be relevant later. Around 10.30 or 11, the coworker was ringing up a customer and saw me from a distance of around 10 to 15 feet with how the store was set up. The other me was trying to talk to her, but she told me, every time they say me, it's in quotes, by the way, she'd come back and talk to me later. She noticed that both the customer and another co-worker that was nearby looked at her weird. Later on, after I'd arrived at work, the co-worker came and talked to me and alluded to the conversation, saying something like, See, I told you I'd come talk with you. When I was confused, she explained the situation and added that she liked how I added the nose to my skull makeup. When I told her that I wasn't even work at that time, she thought I was messing with her. And I'd like to add that the coworkers in both situations are different people. I'm very confused as to what was happening in those two instances. Anyone have any ideas? The end. That is so creepy. Especially the fact that she was seen in mirrors. That yes. just, for some reason, adds something a little extra spooky kooky ooky for me. Yeah, anything with mirrors and that portal concept is just so fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Oh, God. Exactly. And then, like, oh, I like what you did with the nose. Uh, no, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. And and that just goes to show that, like, you know, this glitch was real, or this doppelganger is keeping up with her. Like, there's definitely something going on. Yeah, this parallel universe is hella parallel. Exactly. There's a lot happening. Yeah. Okay. So, my last story. It seems like Glitch in the Matrix, doppelganger, like, like we said, collabing times 20 for this episode because my last episode, my last episode, oh my God, my last story is... Girl, ri- we're both exhausted. It's okay. It's, yes. Uh, drink to that. Um, my <laughs> next story is titled Opposite Sex Doppelganger and this is written by MalxMal23. I'm so sorry if I totally destroyed your name. 
if you even listen to this podcast. Okay. Back in high school, I would take college courses after school. I would ride the bus to get to the campus. It was a high school that got turned into an early college school campus. The other high schools in the district would also take courses. So you made friends and took classes with other high school kids. It was located in the next two towns over from my high school. Anyway, I went to class and had a usual normal day. It wasn't until after class when I went downstairs that I had an interesting encounter. I go to sit in the lobby to wait for my mom to come pick me up. I usually go outside and wait with everyone else that gets picked up. But that day, it was lightly raining. So I was sitting there minding my business. It was me and some girls sitting on the other side. I was messing with my phone and I hear the girls giggling. They were looking, pointing at their screen and then back at me. More giggling. I take a quick look at them and felt embarrassed. I tried not to let it bother me. Then I see them coming over with my peripheral vision. They were still giggling and I look up to acknowledge their presence. Girl, one. Giggle. Sorry, it's because you just look like our friend Daniel. Me. Oh? Girl, two. Shows me her phone. It was a bit blurry. He was in a classroom in some ballet pose with a blue button up. My eyes widened. What the fuck? That guy looked exactly like me, except a male version. (laughs) He was either my long-lost twin or a doppelganger. Mom, you have some explaining to do. Is it even possible to have a doppelganger of the opposite sex? We all laugh. Me. Oh my gosh, he does look exactly like me. Girls, right? Girl one. Is it okay if we take a picture of you to show to our friend? I nodded. They thanked me for letting me take my, get my picture taken and walked away to go back to sit in their seats. I'm just sitting here thinking about that guy. I feel so stupid for not asking more questions back then. I, I guess because I'm shy and I felt way too shy to ask them anything else. I was curious about him. Of course, I looked him up when I got home, but no luck. I still think about him sometimes through the years. Is he still alive? Will I ever see him in the flesh? Did the girl show him my picture? Was he as surprised as I was? Did he get curious about me too? He probably had no leads. Just that I'm some random girl that attends the early college campus after school. And I just know that he's a dude named Daniel that looks just like me somewhere nearby (laughs) where I live. If he hasn't already moved away. The end. (laughs) Oh my god. So, now. Assuming that I understand this story correctly, I would have to say that these people, if they ever met, would probably end up dating. If they're both, you know, into that. This seems like that quirky Netflix young teen romance movie sort of vibe. Yes. You know what else this reminded me? So, do you remember when we did our first doppelganger story a while back? Um, we posted, like, our celebrity doppelgangers because when I was little, I looked like Jennifer Aniston. Yes. I don't anymore. But I looked like a baby Jennifer Aniston. Like, it was weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you look like Melissa Molinaro. Yes, Like, yes. you look exactly like her. Like, that, that comparison is scary. I did. Like, one of those stupid, like, online websites where it gives you, like, celebrities you look like. Mm -hmm. And it told me that I looked like Dylan Minnette from (laughs) 13 Reasons Why. And they're so fucking right. Like, I look, like, I have a, I think my forehead's a little smaller, but I look exactly like Dylan Minnette. Wait, I can't see it now. I can't see this. So it is. Holy shit. Like, I looked at it and I was like, wait a minute. And that's funny because I have such a crush on him. So, uh-huh. Wow, Lily, are you an under, like, are you an undercover narcissist? <laughs> I didn't 
And then it came up and I was like, holy shit, I look like Dylan Minnette. Like, I, I fucking do. Oh, my so, God. Like, to the person who wrote this story, you absolutely can have, like, a fucking opposite gender doppelganger because like fucking look at me like i'm out here looking like a boy i've been saying it for years it's okay lily please post a picture of you and him side by side so that we can have our boo things weigh in on this (laughs) i'm absolutely fucking going i'm like i'm so i'm so fucking serious because we need we need answers like (laughs) Like tonight So, um, yeah, so uh, follow us on Instagram at Just Gooly Things Podcast. To, uh, should I, or should I just do it on the story? Like, do you think Willie looks like Dylan Minnette? Yeah. Yes or no? Fuck okay, it. I'm going to put it on the story. Um, and in the, in, the, in the private Facebook group. Yes, in the private Facebook group. We're going to do this. And uh, also, though, it's possible that there was a glitch in the Matrix where when the, like, genes were combining, right, those good old, like, chromosomes and that egg was getting fertilized and all that shit, that there was a glitch in the Matrix where, you know, it wound up being a, a Y chromosome instead of an X. You never know. Science is a crazy thing. And so is the spirit right? world. So, Honestly, like... What? Wait, what were you saying? Like... Well, no, it's just like... And I'm just making sure also that... Yeah, okay, yeah. XY is female, XX is male. Chromosomes. That's that's what it is. Um, but no, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that, like, it's possible that while this being was, co- like, coming to be, there was a glitch in the Matrix, and somehow they wound up with a girl and a boy. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. I... It, that is not the craziest thing I've heard. Right? Like... I don't know, but this is some. This is a good episode. I like. I think we can totally make a part three, part four, part five. I there's just oh. there's an abundance of stories, and they're all fantastic. The glitch that keeps on giving. Oh my god, that's the title of oh, this there episode. There you go. All right, that's what we're doing. Okay. That, that's... Oh my god, you guys just witnessed us titling an episode. It's usually me saying stupid shit for ten minutes until Rebecca gives in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally us off recording, just like coming up with stupid puns and us like. We know when we each don't like it when one of us says something and then the other doesn't respond, and the only response we give is just another shitty pun. It's either another shitty pun or like a yeah, maybe. Yes, yes, that's the nice way of being like that. Fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Who's out here telling all our secrets? <laughs> Exposing Rebecca and Lily 2020. This is is the episode. All right. We're canceling ourselves. All right. On that note, that concludes this episode of Just Gooly Things. Thank you so much, Boo. Thanks for listening. And Lily, do you have anything to wrap us up with before we shout out our socials? Shit, man. I came up with a good one on my lunch break, and I didn't fucking write it down. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... I have a little, like, business, like, a little pitch. Are you ready? I'm hearing it. Laying around all day in quarantine and need a new t-shirt or hoodie or crew neck? Buy our Just Ghoulie Things merch. What about school supplies? Could you use a new notebook or a tote bag to carry that notebook in? Mm Mm-hmm. Pick up a Just Ghoulie Things notebook and tote bag. Sick of risking your life while going to the grocery store? Avoid catching Roni baloney also known as COVID-19, with a Just Ghoulie Things podcast mask. 
all available on Tee Public or the link in our bio on Instagram at Just Cooly Things Podcast. Lily, that was amazing. You are Billy Mays, more like Lily Mays. <laughs> Oh my god, good night. A uh, good night. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Honestly. Well, you heard it here, guys. We have fucking merch. Go buy it. We sure do. I got my I'm currently wearing my crew neck sweater right now, and let me tell you, Lily, I don't know if you've ordered yours yet, but it is so soft and so comfortable. I'm obsessed. Oh, I sh- I sure have. It's amazing. What did you end up ordering? So I got um, the tri-blend tea. Cute. I got um, a crew neck. Of course. And I, I mean, I'm a hoe for crew necks. And I also got a mask. Yes. Okay, so, so we literally got the same got. stuff. What colors did you get? Um, I got the tri-blend tea in, like, black. Okay. Crew neck in white. And the mask is just a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get the Did you get the double pleated mask, or you got like the thinner mask? I think I got the double pleated mask. Okay, yeah, that's the same one I got too. Wow, we really are on the same wavelength because we got the same things. I just got a white t shirt. I got a gray, a heather gray crew neck sweater, and then the double pleated mask. Uh, can't go nice. wrong with any of it. Uh, and my mom bought me a tote bag. And she mm-hmm. got the double-sided one. It, like, you can get, you can, first of all, with, you know, getting our merch, there's so many options. You can pick any different colors, what type of T-shirts or long sleeves you want, like the material. So if you're sensitive to certain materials, you can pick what type of, um, what type of clothing you want for your Just Ghoulie Things merch, which is awesome. Um, but, yeah, there's so many different colors to choose from. So, like, go fucking crazy. Like, if you want a yellow shirt... Get just ghoulie things in yellow. Like, fuck it. Do it, you know? Um, but, yeah, and like I said, the quality is, like, really good. And the prices are pretty fucking nice, especially when they have, like, their 35% off sales. Um, we'll definitely keep you guys updated when they do have, like, those flash sales so that you can get your just ghoulie things merch at a fantastic price. It's already an awesome price, but, you know, saving money really definitely helps. Um, exactly. So, yeah. Like, don't think that we're going to go to, like, fucking Cabo with the, like, commission. Like, it goes into, um, you know, funding funding the podcast. Yeah. You know, working on, you know, new exciting projects. Maybe one day we'll get a P.O. box so you can send us stuff. Like, that Definitely. would be fun. That's something I'd like to do and I'll look into. And, you know, just a bunch of shit. A bunch of good shit. Yeah, we have so many things that, like, we, we have on the horizons that we're working on. I mean, merch was, like, a big thing. So the fact that we got that out of the way um, is definitely mm-hmm. helpful for us. So everything from here is just we're just leveling up, leveling, leveling up. And we're just so excited to have all of our boo things on the ride with us. So um, yes. without further ado, let's start with the social media, shall we? <laughs> I was trying to sound like the Grinch, but it didn't work out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry for that shitty fucking Jim Carrey wannabe fucking Ooh, impersonation. Ah, that's it. I'm not going. <laughs> hate, that's me every hate. morning getting ready for work. <laughs> My favorite part is hate, hate, double hate, loathe. <laughs> me looking at I'm my fucking yearbooks. Okay. All right. Enough. Enough of the shenanigans, Lily. We got to get to the socials, okay? Right. True. Huh. Because I got to go eat dinner. 
Okay, let's do these socials. All right. Follow us on Instagram at... Just Glee Things Podcast. Follow our personal Instagrams at Rebecca Ruber and... At Lily Baldessari. Twitter. JGT Podcast. Facebook like page. Just Glee Things Podcast. Facebook private group. Just Glee Things Podcast group. Donate to our Patreon. Just Glee Things Podcast. And if you or someone you know has a paranormal experience you'd like to share on our show, feel free to email us at... Yeah, podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, Boo Thanks, and we will talk to Boo next week. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Bye.